What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. I'm Johnny Mags. It's Monday night, 8 o'clock. This is the show where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you'd normally talk around the pit. We're coming to you live, as always, from the Uncle Steve Shake Studios in Cenobonstead, New Hampshire. Uncle Steve's seasonings are some of the best around, made of the finest ingredients, from the original to the gator shake to the competition line. Don't forget his, if you're watching right there, the sauce with no name. Uh, great customer service. If you have a question, you call that number on the website, and Uncle Steve is going to be the one who answers. And he'll answer any shake questions you need. So check him out at UncleSteveShake.com and also on the follow him on Facebook at Uncle Steve Shake Nation for all your shake updates and information and specials he's running. But um, we're going to have a great show tonight. Let's see who's in here. Randy, what's up? Mrs. Mags with hello again, even though you're right, literally right above me, probably <laughs> sitting on the couch. Chris Rosinski, what's up? Terry, what's happening? Dave LaConte, what's going on? Schmitty. What's up, brother? Calling you out. Um, folks, just going to take a quick second. Um, I got a call this morning from Ryan Newland of Backline Smokers, Backline Fabrication. And, asked, and we had a little bit of a conversation, and we are calling out for all of our barbecue family to keep uh, John Brotherton in your thoughts and prayers. Um, I'm not 100% sure of what the case is, nor is it really my place to talk about it. But um, John has fallen ill serious ill and um there is a gofundme out there right now to support him and his family through this trying time and back with ryan um he asked me to ask everybody to follow him backline Smokers and Backline Fab on all your social medias, along with Moberg Smokers and Syntex Smokers. Um, they're up to something. So he asked me to have everybody follow those pages, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, and keep an eye out for an announcement. Um we're we're actually working on possibly getting all three of them on the show next Monday to talk about what they're doing. And um, as far as I know, they're up going to be doing something to help support John and his family through uh, through everything John's got going on right now. And uh, 
you know, we all just sit and uh, pray for uh, a speedy, healthy recovery and, um, and the strength for uh, John's family to, uh, to get through this trying time. So, yeah, guys, if you can follow Backline Smokers, Backline Fab, Moberg, uh, Moberg Smokers, and Syntex Smokers, and uh, keep an eye out for some notifications of what they got going on. Um, but yeah, that was that. And let's see who else I see. Mad Max, my man. What's going on, brother? Daddy Dutch, what's happening? Uncle Steve, my man. So, guys, let's get right into it. We're going to have a great conversation, a little competition barbecue, a little drum action, and uh, custom drum builds. They are beautiful. So without any further ado, easy for me to say, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. James Page from Patriot Barbecue 903. What's up, James? Not much, buddy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and your family, sir. Absolutely. And to yours and prayers to everybody out there that needs it. Absolutely. Amen to that. Amen to that. Lance, what's happening? Uh, so, James, our, our, uh, our brother Mad Max reached out to me and goes, Hey, would you? can you get James on and talk about the drums? And I'm like, absolutely. The calendar is <laughs> wide open. Let's go go the new year starts so there's plenty we got the calendar wide open and like i said i saw the drum you had built for max and uh, also uh sean hogan and they're gorgeous they're works of art thank you but before we get into that let's introduce yourself you know, who is James Page? Well, um, I'm just a simple country guy now. Um, I'm actually living where I grew up with my grandparents, um, you know, a long time ago. So we moved back here about 25 years ago to, uh, to help take care of my grandparents and just, you know, stayed after they had passed on. Um, had a wonderful career. Uh, with the City of Dallas Park and Recreation Department, I spent right at 34 years um, in the park and recreation field, uh, working just about every uh, division that the Parks Department had. And um, I finished out my career uh, with a group called Facility Services, who are some of the best people I've worked with my entire life. Um, you know, those guys do all of the mechanic work, welders, painters, you know, carpentry, construction, on there. So, you know, it's uh, my whole life. I've always enjoyed working with my hands. So that's kind of leads in later on, you know, to doing the drums. I've always got to be doing something with my hands. Um, as far as the cooking aspect of it goes, I come from a pretty good sized country family. And, you know, growing up at family reunions, we almost had to wear name tags, you know, trying to, you know, remember who everybody was. Um, you know, I still remember as a, as, a, as a young kid down here at my great-grandparents' house, you know, for fish fries and everything. And, I mean, it wasn't like we do now with the little propane 
you know, fish cookers. This was the witch's pot, you know, over a big fire, dropping them fillets in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always the little kid that was just off the side that was uh, like a sponge, you know, soaking in everything that uh, my older aunts and uncles and grandparents and, and everybody was doing. So that, uh, uh, you know, that led to my, uh, my life wanting to, uh, to be a cook. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, during my time with the city on there, I ended up winning four non-sanctioned brisket events, uh, one chili competition, um, uh, top three or four in uh, homemade salsa. You know, so um, it didn't matter what we were cooking. I wanted to be part of it. So, um, you know, that kind of kind of boosted it up. And we also learned um, there with the city, I had 100 employees. You know, and by the time you ended up with your, uh, you know, family and friends coming to our, our Christmas parties on there, we had anywhere from 150 to 200 people. You know, and I came up with the idea, since we had a lot of good pitmasters there at work, that, you know, let's do a brisket competition. And out of our funds, we'd get a nice pellet smoker, you know, or a little offset smoker, something like that. And, you know, the entry was free. But our one stipulation is that if you join the brisket competition, you donated it to the party afterwards. You know, and then the winners would get a trophy and, you know, top three places got a trophy and the winner got a uh, trophy and a new pit on there. So, you know, we end up with anywhere from 15 to 25, you know, briskets in there, which was more than enough for everybody to get, you know, just a great holiday lunch and, you know, take mm-hmm. something home to the family as well. Nice. Nice. Uh, well, all the, all the Texas barbecue chapter boys are out in full effect supporting you. Love them to death. We have Joe Tucker. What's up, brother? Um, I'll actually be Joe. I'll be actually getting in touch with you soon. Talk about the new shop. Uh, Efren, what's happening? Big Rome. Simon, what's going on? Yeah, we're good. We're good. So that that's cool. Joe, I have to ask above your I guess it's your let would be your left shoulder. Mm-hmm. Is that a turkey mount? It is. Okay. <laughs> it is. Ah. Yeah. It's uh and, and uh oddly enough, it's my wife's. Okay. So that was that was one of the um the funnest days of my life is I'm blessed to have a wife that um, loves to hunt, loves to fish on there as a phenomenal cook. She's a competitive cooker, you know, as well on there. But, you know, um, most of the guys would cut up and talk about, you know, their wives getting upset when they went deer hunting. Mine would get upset if I went deer hunting and she didn't get to go. So she, um, yeah, she's a, uh, uh, and the same with fishing down there. Uh, my wife and myself love to fish. We live a block off the lake. So, um, you know, we get that opportunity to go down. But um, that Rio Grande turkey mount that's up there in the corner, that was her one and only turkey. And it was really a lot of fun for us both to sit in the stand and for me to call that in for her on there to take that turkey. And then we uh, we fried it for uh, Thanksgiving that year. Nice. nice. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Lots yeah, yeah, we got the we got the old thunder chickens gobbling around here. 
you know, not lately. It's they're all done for the year. <laughs> They, they, they took off. They're probably down in your neck of the woods right now. They say, exactly. oh, with this, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. Still on the Greyhound bus heading south. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> We're seeing lots, of, seeing lots of geese come in, too, right now. Yeah. Yeah, the migration is in full force, heading to warmer weather. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Larry Vaughn, what's happening, brother? Um. So that that was that. So obviously you've been you've been cooking throughout the with all the family throughout the years and everything and the different right. events and everything. What made you want to throw your hat in the ring in this wonderful, insane world we call competition barbecue? <laughs> well, I think winning some of the brisket competitions and non-sanctioned and like I said, the chili cooked off and stuff. Um, I've always been very competitive on there. And um, I met a, uh, someone that has uh, developed into a wonderful friend to me. And that's Mr. Donnie Whitley and Donnie and another friend of ours, Mike Reagan actually started the Patriot barbecue team. Uh, it's been about three years ago now. And in their very first barbecue competition, they walked away with an ancillary win in beans. So they were pretty well hooked on there. Um, I met Donnie. He is a, uh, a contractor and remodel, um, owns a remodel company. Um, and I will say right now, he is a great, great American that I'm, I'm proud to uh, cook with. He is a retired Army Staff Sergeant on there and um, did tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. And this wasn't this wasn't as the typical age that you would consider most Americans signing up on there. He and his oldest son signed up together, you know, for this. So um, they were he was he was a little bit older than your common recruit mm -hmm. on there um, and spent his time over there. Well, uh, when he retired, he started like I said the remodel business, um, and he was doing some work for some neighbors of, of uh, friends of mine across the street. And I got to meeting the stuff and they kind of invited me then, you know, to join the team. And, you know, my job at work, um, it was pretty, it was uh, pretty intense. I ended up, you know, 24 hour call, never knew when I was getting called from a councilman or a park board member or somebody. So um, I couldn't really dedicate the time to it. Uh, once I retired though, um, and through the, through those, that year, you know, I'd stayed in touch with Donnie and, um, you know, uh, our whole families grew together, you know, as, as extended families. And um, our Texas barbecue chapter um, hosted a cook-off at one of the drag strips that's probably 30 minutes from the house. And Donnie talked me into coming out and cooking with me. So I went back out there and, uh, you know, just three rookies not knowing a whole lot about what we were doing at the time. Um you know, we got in there and uh, ended up winning chili, you know, in our first time out as a team. Uh, so, you know, one thing that I have learned through this wonderful competition world, it doesn't take but one call, you know, one call and you're pretty much hooked. You know, my wife, which I saw in the, the chat, uh, uh, Rome popped it up while ago, Mystic Q, that's the name of her team is Mystic Q. Okay. Um, uh, her dad was a Shriner 
and we were cooking a Shriner competition and they were a couple of teams short. So the head judge came over and asked me, she said, do you have anybody that you know that you can call and would like to cook and whatever so that we can make sanction? Now, my wife went ahead and made sanction, uh, helped us make sanction, and we ended up with three or four other teams come in. And her first cook-off on there, uh, never doing it before, she walked away with the third place using my meat, my spices, and one of my drums on there. So um, it was a third place in ribs, and I finished – you know, less than a half a point behind her in fourth place in ribs. So ever since that day, you know, the two of us have just, it's back and forth, back and forth. Um, Donnie's wife on there, she's a big cheerleader for my wife. Yeah. On there. So every time we go to a cook-off, we set up one big tent, we all cook underneath it. So, you know, my wife's got cheerleaders, our team's got cheerleaders. So um, anyway, that's kind of, that's kind of why we got into the competition world. Um, this upcoming season will only be our third year, um, you know, competing as a team. Um, so, you know, with my team, it's myself, Donnie, and his brother-in-law, Teddy, on there. Uh, Teddy came on the scene, you know, with us this year and hasn't uh, – it never cooked competitively as well and had a third-place walk, you know, in ribs in his first competition. So he's hooked on it now. Um, you know, Johnny, one of the biggest things that I will say – about the what we do cook down here as far as uh, Outlaw Barbecue Association, Lone Star, um, IBCA, um, is it's really great to know that all of our competitions have some type of a benefactor. Yeah. You know, and that's, uh, that's a great thing for us. We're either cooking, uh, cooking for a uh, children's hospital, we're cooking for a local volunteer, you know, fire department on there. We're look, uh, we just, we did one. Uh, this year, that was for uh, police department canines. Um, one of our one of my favorite competitions that we do every year is up in McKinney at El Dorado Chevrolet, mm -hmm. and they empty the, the the car dealership outside. And we all go in there uh, and cook, and it's for guns and hoses, which is fallen police officers and firefighters. You know, here in the Texas area. Oh, wonderful! So it is a uh, it is one that I just you know, just typically love to, to, to go up there and cook. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, another great thing, like I'd mentioned too, while I go with the teams, as far as the competition goes, it is a, a, what I jokingly say, it's a family reunion spoiled by turn-ins, <laughs> you know? So we end up with nieces and nephews, uh, you know, my mother, uh, God love my mother to death. She comes out to as many competitions as she can. Uh, my uncle Tom, he comes out, you know, um, has to sample all the ribs before they go into the turn on turn in box. So he's got a, got a position with us too. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, all of Donnie's kids on there, they're out there as well on there. You know, they come out and just have a blast with us and a good time. And we always have an extra drum. So there's always something good going on the, on the drum. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's 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 wonderful though of what we can do, you know, in the barbecue world as as far as you know causes, charities, hospitals, uh, first responders, things like that. I know you had mentioned uh, the Shriners earlier, and we have a an event every year up in Hiram, Maine. Which is a Shriners event. It's the Cora Cares ride in. 
and that's uh, benefits the Shriners Hospitals. And I was able, I cooked it for the first time this past July. And it was different. You know, it's KC, it was KCBS sanctioned and, and everything. Right. But what it was for, you know, with the Shriners and, uh, and all that. And they had a lot of the a lot of the kids there that are, are patients, and they all cooked the kids' queue with us. You know, so you know the smiles on their faces and yes. the excitement of walking up their own turn-in box and turning it in themselves. It it didn't matter if you finished first mm-hmm. or dead ass last. The, to see those kids and what you you know what you raised money for, um, is what it was all about. <laughs> we act they actually do a um, a people's choice. Is it a people's choice? They, they had a people's choice, but they um I'm thinking I'm sorry. It was a rib shootout on Saturday, gotcha. and all the all the teams. Um, pick in a hundred dollars, and they all everybody gets three racks of ribs. So you do your turn ins, a turn in box for that, but then you save all the rest of the three racks of ribs, gotcha. and they do a giant auction, rib auction. Oh, wow. Of all the teams there and all the all the money raised goes back to the, the Shriners hospitals. You know, and it was and, and they get into it. You know, you gotta so basically, you know, you turn in your six to eight bones. So basically you got you got two, two and a half racks of ribs left over. Minimum that each team went for $200 in the auction. That's so the great. lowest you were getting was 200 and they just went up from there. You know, and it, it was just a wonderful event. Wonderful event. Mm-hmm. Kathy and Tom, they do a, they do a great job uh, organizing that one with, uh, with uh, the Nebs in the New England area. But, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. It, it's it's that giving back through what we love makes everything worthwhile. Yeah. My good buddy Rome always said it's smoking with a passion, and I, I think that's uh, that pretty well hits it right on the money because there's no there's no paycheck and there's no trophy that will reward you as much as seeing a, a child that's having trouble look up at you and smile, um, you know, on there. So it's. Uh, yeah, that's phenomenal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh here here it is right here. Daddy Dutch. Johnny's kids Q kid beat Johnny in the Masters series. Damn right he did. Damn right he did. He took a wonderful seventh place ribs in the uh in the kids queue and I took what I took. <laughs> there you go. Oh buddy Steven. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, have you seen the new RCA uh, advertisements yet for the rib, rib cookers of America and the new, yes. uh, the new group coming out? 
Yeah, yeah. Two two of the guys I know up here uh, have been in touch with them and have all the paperwork. Um, I think they're just waiting on the final word, so they'll be the you know the organizers for the New England area. That's so that's that's going to be that's going to be interesting. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun too. And I like to see it because we all know any of us who do competition barbecue, the price tag that comes with competition barbecue can get ridiculous, you know, on average somewhere, you know, $350 for an entrance fee. You know, you then the brisket, you know, especially if you're cooking KCBS or anything with the four meats or any other three meats, the meat costs alone these days, you know, everybody's cooking the Wagyu brisket. So there's another $200 anyway, because you can't show up to a gunfight with a knife, (laughs) you know, so, you know, but to see something like that, and, and even like the SCA was somewhat like that at the very beginning. You know, if I remember correctly, they were about like $50 entrance fee. You got your steaks and everything. Then the prices went up and, you know, the prices, I'm not sh- sure what they are now, you know, but you got to, you got to plan this stuff out, you know, yeah. unless you're sitting on a mountain of cash somewhere, you know, you know, and if you are, God bless you. But, you know, if I want to do one or two a year, I got to start planning now. Right. To, you know, to build it up and, you know, get this fee in and, and all that to make it happen. So to get something like this rib association coming out, it's going to be interesting to see the, um, you know, what it costs, you know, it's definitely going to be lower than a KCBS or anything else like that. But uh, it just helps b- growing it even mm-hmm. more, you know, and allow live, more people. Yeah, I watched their live uh, telecast the other night, and they're saying most of them are going to run between 100 and 150 on there. So I think that's going to be really good. And I think for a lot of uh, 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 cookers as well, regardless of what association that you're cooking with, I think they're going to feed off one another. You know, those that uh, compete in the RCA a whole lot, I have a pretty good feeling their uh, overall finishes are going to be a little bit higher, you know, when they go back to, you know, like the Outlaw Association or like KCBS on there, you know, uh, a little bit extra, you know, higher call doesn't hurt anything. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. I think they'll play off each other. That's it. Michael Goff, what's up, brother? King Louie himself is in the house. I know I saw Randy Salinas in there from Big Salinas Barbecue. Yeah. Um, Daddy Dutch is saying typically a $100 entry. Okay. So, yeah, that's right right in that ballpark, you know, which, you know, looking at at a couple of those, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, Who else? What else we got? What else? But I tell you, you kind of touched on a, a, a pretty good point, you know, a while ago, since we're still a, a fairly new team. Um, you know, we talked about Texas Barbecue Chapter earlier, uh, you know, a little bit. And Texas Barbecue Chapter is 
it is family. There, there's no other way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, myself and Donnie uh, come in still being kind of new on there. Um, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to be sponsored by everybody in TBC, um, you know, in one aspect or the other. Um, one of the greatest uh, gentlemen that I know is Gabriel over uh, uh, Joe's Meat Market. Yes. Um, you know, and, and right off the bat, you know, within our starting our second year, we had done good well enough the first year, you know, that he started sponsoring our meat sports. You know, so that was a, a really big help. And then Big Rome stepped in and he said, I got your back on, you know, uh, the Saison and the steak Saison. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Mad Max stepped in on there. And then Schmitty stepped in on there. Um, you know, and now our uh, latest one is Michael with uh, Meat Apostles. We're proud to represent Meat Apostles out there. You know, and uh, our second full year, having that uh, you know, I can't I can't uh, uh, All right, James, I think your internet is getting a little wonky right now. Um, See if you can jump out. And then jump back in. It might um, reset things a little bit. Uh, let me send. Let me send James a quick text, folks. This is what happens when you go live, folks. You know what I mean? Give me one second. Oh, we got a spinning thing. I think we're getting close to coming back. Okay. Can you hear me now, John? Loud and clear, James. Yeah, oh, I forgot to put a quarter in the payphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but now what I was what I was talking about a while ago is uh is the way TBC and everybody, you know, has stepped in um, you know, to help out so so much through that. So, you know, I really recommend to uh all of the new teams that are out there, you know, find out who the seasoning ambassadors are and, uh, you know, contact those seasoning ambassadors and on there, um, you know, it, it makes a really big difference. You know, oh, yeah. and, and a lot of guys from the TBC come out to the events and hang out with us and, you know, root us on and, and uh, you know, just have a really good time with it. 
beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the, the, all, all the boys, he was, um, you know, I've, I've been talking to the boys for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And then last October when I came down to pick up my pit in Austin, um, I was able to meet a bunch of the boys finally. You know, and, and it was it was one of those if you were an outsider who really didn't know anybody, it was oh, all these guys have known each other since birth. Yeah. You know, it you would never have known this is the first time these guys have been standing literally face to face with each yeah. other, you know, which exactly. is an incredible thing. Yeah. And like you mentioned a while ago, the, the Texas barbecue chapter family, it, it's, it's huge. You know, I mean, it goes, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Joe Tucker uh, mentioned him. He's on here. Joe is a great addition. Uh, you know, wish him all the best with his new barbecue pro shop on there. You know, Randy is a great guy. Um, you know, some great mentors that I've seen out, you know, in the competition world that have helped me so much is, uh, you know, James and Erica Dotson. On there, you know, and they're part of uh, Team Saison with uh, Big Rome uh, with us as well, and you know, just great ambassadors to the uh, to the group, and you know, Tim Ash on there with with Outlaw. I mean, it just it's just amazing how sociable, I guess, is the right word to say it when you start competing. Yeah, on there, you know, and, and learning how the people are out there. A hundred percent, sir. So that was the, the competition end of it. So mm-hmm. let's get to the beauty. The let's call it the if it's the if it was a beauty pageant, this would be the the swimsuit edition. <laughs> Brother James, tell me about these drums. I've seen pictures, like I said, I've seen Sean Hogan's, the one you did just. Re- within the past few months for him, you know, right. Mad Max's, then, you know, through your, um, through your social media, I saw a bunch more. What made you or what led you to go with cooking on the drums and then m- building custom drums for folks? Well, that, uh, <laughs> Going back to what we were cutting up about a while ago, about the, the, the first competition out at the uh, drag strip, you know, from out here, um, the smoker that we were cooking on was a big 500-gallon offset, you know, and uh, being still so new into it, you know, I just had a, a little Oklahoma Joe's backyard offset that I've cooked with for a long time, probably got four fireboxes mm-hmm. that I've gone through on that thing. <laughs> Well, at the uh, at the competition, having to get up at midnight, 3 o'clock in the morning, four thirty in the morning to to feed that big offset smoker, you know. And then I look a couple of booths down, and there's guys down there cooking on the drums that sleep till seven o'clock in the morning. You know, they they get up out there and fix their breakfast. I mean, absolutely no hurry to do anything, you know, and get the drums up and going and cut up and visit. I'm like, that looks like a lot more fun than sleeping out in a lawn chair out here by the smoker. <laughs> so uh, the first drum that I built was 
was what I jokingly called our Patriot drum. And if it's a, a beauty swimsuit competition, this was like a 1900s, you know, full length uh, swim uh, swimsuit with legs in it. Um, it was just a 55 gallon feed barrel that I cleaned out, burned out, sanded on there. And um, all of the fittings on it were strictly plumbing fitting. There were no factory fittings, you know, on that drum whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I took that to a competition once I got it ready. And I said, you know, we got the big, uh, the big smoker, but I'm going to tinker around a little bit, you know, just cooking on the drums. And um, at that competition, it was my job to do the, the chicken. So I cooked the chicken on the drum and got my first walking chicken. And, you know, I was like, well, maybe there is something to these. So for a while, I started building more and more drums on the, uh, you know, the old 55-gallon, uh, you know, ribside drums on there and started selling a few, uh, Rome, Max, Schmitty, um, you know, or maybe not Max, but I know Schmitty and Rome have some of the original barrels. So does my wife. That's what she cooks on is the originals. And, uh, you know, I noticed everybody was stepping up to the smooth side drums. So I just, on one of the uh, social media pages, I said, you know, anybody know where I can get smooth side drums? I want to step up my game a little bit. Mm -hmm. Got a real good contact to somebody that I've uh, uh, grown to, to admire as well on there. And it's Mr. Stephen Powell. Uh, Stephen runs Ugly Drums, Texas, you know, and so many of the states out there actually have an Ugly Drum hub, you know, for people that are willing to help you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got in touch with Steve and I said, you know, can I come out and buy some drums from you? And he said, yeah. He said, do you cook too? And I said, yes, sir. I said, we're still new in, in competition, but doing pretty good, you know, starting to get there. And he said, well, bring all your meats. And he said, come on out and we'll do a crash course on drums and cooking. Oh, tremendous. So, yeah. And he still does it to this day. He's located out in Weatherford, Texas, about an hour on the other side of Fort Worth. Um, but you can get in touch with him. You can go out there and he will actually teach you how to build your own drum right there on site. You do all the work. He's got all the parts there. And the only thing he charges is for the parts on there. And, you know, while you're building your drum, if you want to learn, uh, say you're not a competitive cook and you want to learn how to cook brisket. You know, he will sit there and, and he'll have you bring your own brisket through there and he'll walk you through the whole, you know, the whole steps. Um, so after I finished that, uh, doing that lesson with uh, Stephen, our competitive game started picking up and the quality of our drums started picking up. You know, I started using uh, fewer uh, hardware store and lumber store parts and started going more with the, uh, you know, factory, um, ugly drum you know, type, uh, type, uh, products. Yeah. Um, and there's so many great drum makers out there. Um, one thing that, that I, I truly do Johnny is I, all of my drums, I'm not a big process company that turns out a whole lot on there. You know, I take my time and I build every single drum by hand, of course, uh, specifically to what the, the customer's looking for. Um, you know, so that's one of the reasons I think that the drums turn out so well is, you know, I spend I spend time talking to the, the to my customers, you know, finding out what they're into. You know, do you like NFL teams, NBA teams on their family? Um, you know, what's uh, you know, what's your passion? 
and you know favorite colors and stuff and that's and that's what i try to to, to build the drums from um you know the, uh, some of the drums on there it's hard to let them go <laughs> you know i don't want them to leave the drum shop on there. Um, and once again i couldn't do it without my wife uh you know as well my wife gets out there and you know she helps me climb in the drums you know i'm pretty good sized guy i'm about six four three hundred pounds you know so uh losing weight but i'm not there yet uh, so she helps me out a lot and, and since we're both retired you know that's that allows us to go out there and spend time together yeah uh, you know as well so and i'm always looking forward to uh certain things that I can come up with and that nobody else, you know, has, um, you know, my drums are, as far as I know, the only drums on the market that actually has an exterior water port, uh, you know, in the drums. Okay. So in the bottom of the drum, of course, you've got your, I use a uh, uh, UDS 1440, which holds a ton of charcoal. Um, and then it has a deflector plate. And then I put that water uh, system in there where you can put a half disposable foil pan right there. And instead of opening the drum, because it, it is so much worse as far as the, the saying, you know, if you're looking, you're not cooking. Well, drums, the more you open that lid, the more your cook is going to fluctuate. Yeah. Because you get an oxygen burst, you know, typically down inside that drum on there and then you're back fighting temperature again. Um, well, mine, it's just got a exterior port on it. And once you know how much water, you know, you go through, you just open the cap on the outside, pour you another fresh bottle of water in it every hour and 15 minutes or so. Um, or occasionally you can put some good beer brats down in there with some onion in there and pour a fresh bottle of beer into it. You know, cook your beer brats while you grill it on top. Um, now you're talking my language. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Beer brats and fresh onions. Mm. So, uh, but I think that's one of the biggest things that, that I have. Uh, I do believe 100% in supporting small business. Um, so the good buddy of mine um, at Greenville Powder Coat that does my powder coat and everything, uh, it's the same way. He's a small operation. Uh, he's grown very big since I've been there with him. Um, but you know, instead of trying to burn the drums out and sand them and everything now, I've gotten to the point where everything is sandblasted on there. These, it's a minimal charge to sandblast. Um, he heats the drum up to about 450, brings it out, shoots the powder coat to it, and then it goes back in the oven again for another 450. So the drums are very sanitary when they, when they come out of powder coat, they've, yeah. uh, you know, they've gone through it. Um, but my drums have a, um, a water port. Of course, they have the thermometer on them. They come with the uh, fire dial deflector, two porcelain coated racks. It's got your, uh, it's got two grommets, steel grommets that your probes go through. Um, your, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Your, uh, Hold your temperature gauge, your mod on there. Duh. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, but it holds a mod on there. And of course, they come with or without your logo plates, you know, on those. And um, uh, my wife laughs because I don't ever really charge full price. I'm not sure I've ever charged full price. Um, 
you know, anybody that's associated in any kind of a barbecue uh, industry, whether you're a competition, whether you're a social network, you know, anything like that, you know, I cut it down uh, by $50. And if you're military, past, present, no matter if you're a first responder, a teacher, anything, uh, you know, I come down another $50 on price. Yeah. You know, it's um, uh, a lot of fun. Like I said, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoy. I had my first drum in the Royal um, this year. So, you know, it's kind of, kind of nice to see another uh, good buddy of ours from Texas, take the, take one of my drums up to, to the Royal. Oh yeah. Um, now what's wrong saying? Every drum has its character. Mine is having a beer holder. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All my drums come with a with a with a bottle opener on it, and uh, Rome wants me to get him a, a beer holder on the side of it. Rome, it might get a little uh, might get a little warm there, mm-hmm. but but Rome, I got a secret to that one. Listen up. Listen very closely, Rome. Call you out, brother. Yeah, got him. Got him, got him, got him. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dutch. <laughs> These are the boys, James. And yeah, this is why I love every one of them. Absolutely. Dutch is, what's the price for an out-of-work, amateur, aspiring porn star? <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, that's a great question. What, 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 is, what are the drums run around, you know, ballpark? Okay. For the, for the complete drum on there, and that includes everything we've talked about with the uh, four heavy-duty locking casters on the bottom on there is $900 mm-hmm. on there. Um, like I said, fifty dollars automatically for having an associate affiliation with barbecue, uh, one way or the other. Another fifty dollars off if you're military, or uh, like I said, a first responder or support. You know, the first responders on there, you know, takes it down to eight hundred. And if you don't want a name or a logo plate on it, it's seven fifty. So that's that's what the prices are right now. Unfortunately, I don't ship. I've been trying to find some better ways and uh because the shipping on the drums due to the size and the, and the weight of oh, them yeah. is very very expensive um and another thing that i that i always always do whenever i'm um able to do it johnny is uh most of the time when i deliver a drum we meet at joe's meat market on there you know get them up there at joe's meat market and i typically once you're there you need to plan on spending another 30 to 45 minutes with me Mm-hmm. On there because I go through everything on that drum, you know, um, the ins and the outs, and you know how you want to cook with it. Um, if you want more char charring, because you know the the, the, the drums, um, you know, you can grill a good steak on just as easy as you can, you know, smoke a brisket. You can pull that deflector plate out, lower that grate down to the bottom, and uh, you know just. Uh, cook your dinner out there while you're at the deer lease or at the campgrounds or, you know, just right there in the, in the backyard. So, um, I do try to make sure that there's no, no questions and there's no, nothing left unturned on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, teaching them how to tune in their drum 
and during the seasoning process on it is the best time to learn your drum on there. You're going to go through, you know, a full uh, fire basket full of uh, your favorite lump or regular charcoal. Uh, what I highly recommend out there is to spray the inside of any smoker that you're doing when you season it with a butter flavored cooking oil. Um, a lot of people just use regular oil, but uh, butter is real strong in the olfactory. It opens up a lot of taste buds on there. So by seasoning your drum with a uh, with a butter flavored oil, to me, you get a lot better, you know, result out of it. But, you know, when you go through that, you can uh, basically kind of learn how the, uh, the, the drum is going to run, you know, with the ports half open, with them fully open. Um, you know, they have a maximum heat. And I think this should go for just about most on the market unless you go for upscale, you know, high temp powder coat on there is going to run up to about 450 to 460. If you push it further than that, you have a good chance of melting the powder coat off of it. Yeah. Um, which, good Lord, we've all, <laughs> I know in comp, most of our drums look scary on there. They, they represent the true ugly drum. Mm -hmm. Take hey, ribs off, it's awesome. Forget to close the lid, and you look, and you got flames shooting four feet out of the top of the drum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, oh that 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 that's awesome. Um, because yeah, when when we when we had talked uh, the other week on the on on the phone, we we you know we were talking about Max's drum in particular. Um, like I said, James, they're beautiful, and um. I, I, I can't I can't wait to actually see one up close and personal. Absolutely. You know, to, to 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 really you know, you can appreciate the pictures and, and especially with the way the boys are. Um mm -hmm. we've all gotten pretty good at taking pictures, you know, so you can you can grasp the the look of it all. But to to see one up close, right in front of you, to put your hands on it, to mm -hmm. see the different the in intricacies, you know, the the welds, the, how the light hits a certain tone of paint and changes, mm -hmm. and you know, you you still can't get that from a picture or a video. You know, right. it's right in front of you. Reach out and touch it, and absolutely, pictures don't do it justice. That's what I was trying to reach. Mm -hmm. Joe, Joe Tucky, if you don't scorch a drum, you ain't in the club. Well, you got that right. Oh, Johnny, just to, just to give you a quick laugh, um, for most of y'all that don't know me since I was little, my nickname used to be Motor Mouth. And if you look in the comments, the VJ McIrish that's on there, that is my mother. <laughs> oh, tremendous. And you can oh, see her last awesome. song. Loves to talk. Yeah, loves I got that talk. from you, Mom. I love you. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, what is um, <laughs> Uncle Steve? Mine was motorboat. Good. Motorboat. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Steve. I love you. Um, Absolutely. What is what would you say is your typical turnaround for a build from start to finish? Depending on the powder coat process, it's typically about between two and three weeks. Okay. You know, uh, you know and usually that's me getting everything ready on one drum, 
getting into the powder coat company and why that's going on. I've got another one that's, mm-hmm. you know, in the process getting ready to go. Um, so, uh, and you know, one of the things too, you know, we talked about a while ago when you had mentioned in the competition barbecue that you got to kind of plan up front on there, you know, to know what competitions you're going to. For me being small uh, company, that all kind of falls in with me as well. You know, the cost of the drum parts are, you know, pretty expensive. So that is one of the things that, you know, you've got to look at as well when you've got competition coming up and you've got about, you know, two, three thousand dollars worth of drum parts and, you know, depending on how many orders and stuff you got to. So it, 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 that kind of uh, affects it a little bit. And uh, I, I, under no circumstances, and I, and I take a beating for this, but I will not accept a deposit. Um, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with uh, with people giving me a deposit to, to do the drum. I want to do the drum. I want to see the smile on their face when they get that drum and know that they like it. If I don't see that reaction, you know, we're going to talk it over. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and once I know that you're fully happy with that drum, then I'll take the payment from you. So that's that's something I'm a little different than a lot of a lot of them out there. Yes, it. Uh, uh, it would be simpler or easier to, to, to take the deposit, but I'm just old school and, and I, I mean, a handshake and a, an agreement is all I need to get started. Absolutely. And Daddy Dutch. So he can have one ready by Houston. Hmm. Are you going to be driving to Houston now, Dutch? <laughs> or are you buying a second seat on the airplane? <laughs> oh, put, it over, awesome. put it in overhead <laughs> <laughs> oh that'll be oh. walk that baby through the front door of the airport and see how far you get <laughs> oh that's awesome that's awesome um, you had said something earlier on when you're getting ready to pour a build with somebody Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of conversations are happening, and and I know through my friend Ryan Newland from Backline Fabrication, he does, right. he says the same. He does a lot of the same things. A lot a lot of conversations, a lot of phone calls are being had, depending on who it you know where the person the the customer is in the country or whatever with you know with him. Um. What are, you, what are you trying to reach for in that? Obviously, like a personality-wise, like you had said, the favorite football teams, basketball teams, etc. Right. You, you know, just getting trying to get a feel for the person's personality, add a little mm-hmm. something that kind of fits the yeah, person. It, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, John, you're spot on. Basically, what I'm trying to do is learn the personality a little bit of that person. Um, you know, as well, trying to find out, uh, because I strongly believe that wherever your passion is, your heart will be also, you know, so if I know I can build that drum and like for you, um, you know, if I built you a drum and it it had the, uh, pit life logo on the front of it, you're going to take better care of that drum than if I just build you a a gloss black drum. Mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. You're going to, you're going to take care of it. And the same, you know, like with uncle Steve's shake, you know, with his logo, uh, you know, it's going to be a drum that's going to be taken care of a little bit better. 
Um, and another thing that I'm trying to do during that discussion on there is to find out what your level of um, expertise is in the barbecue grilling, you know, type work, you know, in the world. Find out, you know, the, are you a rib cook or chicken cook? A little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you cook just once, once a week or, you know, more often. Um, so many of these wonderful people that are in the chat over here, um, you know, the, the those that I don't know, of course, I'd spend more time with, but a lot of those that I do with, uh, you know, those that are in there, um, you know, they, they already know what to expect out of the drones on there. Mm-hmm. So it's less time. And, I'm you know, I just kind of go over anything new, um, you know, that's going on. Uh, but, you know, I just strongly I just strongly believe in that, that if I can build you something that's passionate to your heart, you're going to take better care of it on there and it's going to serve you well, um, you know, in the long run. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Daddy Dutch is asking, um, do you do you make 30-gallon drums also or only 55s? I can do the 30-gallon when I get the... Uh, the drums for them, they're a little bit harder to find on the secondary market um, on there. And so many, the best way I can describe it is there's so many of the components that are the same from a 30 gallon to a 55 gallon. My personal opinion is uh, I prefer the 55 gallon. You know, I've, uh, I've built a couple of, well, I've built quite a few of the 30 gallons, but uh, my wife's and mine are both just kind of, you know, outside covered up. On there because you know when we go to a competition i want the the best uh, square footage that i can you know and a lot of times on the 30 the 30 gallon uh you're talking about a 17 inch uh you know round grade so it doesn't have near the capacity of what the 55s have and for the most part with a 30 unless you're really talented with the drum is you don't want to cook on the second rack on there unless you're cooking second rack only Okay. Yep, Sean, that's what I like to see. Keep it clean, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Max. Max. Absolutely. And um, when when James and I were talking the other night, you know, when we were talking with your first drum, and uh, I, I, I... I found it a little interesting that both our pits had to be the same color and for the same reason. And I thought that was just wonderful of uh, our mother's favorite colors and the the cookers themselves being tributes to our mothers. And uh, yeah. Woo! Almost got me there for a second. Yeah. And, Whoa, and see, that's, that that's what I was talking. That's exactly what I was talking about, Johnny. When you know what people's passions are and why, you know, to me, it helps me build a little bit better product for them yeah. as well. I've actually got uh, Max and Big Ron both in line for another drum. And I don't want to go into detail because Max doesn't even know yet uh, on his upcoming drum what it's going to be like. But it'll be the first one that we turned out like this. But uh, we'll definitely post pictures on there when uh, when we get it back. Beautiful, beautiful, James. Well, James, thank you so much, man. This has yes, been an absolute pleasure. 
um, your the work you do and the drums you've I've seen um, are works of art. Continued success with them. Continued success on the uh, on the competition circuit. Uh, I hope someday to meet you in person, just like I met all all my brothers in the in the chat here. Um, but where can everybody find you, social media wise, website, and to get in contact if they'd like to uh, talk to you about ordering a drum? Um, the easiest way to do it about the, uh, the the main social network that we have is here on Facebook, and it is Patriot Barbecue Nine Zero Three. On there, you can look it up and go to our page and um, follow us. We'd love to have you uh, following us. We try to post everything from schedules to recipes to new seasonings that we're trying. Um, you know, trying out upcoming events. I have a little class that I'll be. Uh, teaching here in about three weeks at uh, one of our park and recreation seminars. So uh, we're going to try to post a little bit up on that. We're teaching our members everything from backyard to catering to competition. So we have a lot of great people that are donating seasonings and everything for that. Um, so we try to post that on our page as well, but uh, that is actually our best, you know, best spot is uh, Picture Barbecue 903 on Facebook. Beautiful, beautiful, and you guys will take it from there. But awesome. James, like I said, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to join me. Uh, I had a wonderful time talking talking with you, and uh, hope to do it sometime again down the road, brother. Absolutely. Come to Texas for margaritas and fajitas, buddy. You, you talked <laughs> me into it, brother. Man, you really know how to get to a brother, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> awesome guys um, like I said thank you James for joining us uh, Absolutely, it's been an absolute pleasure and guys in case you tuned in late um, our thoughts and prayers are going out to John Brotherton he has run into uh, a serious medical issue um, Ryan Newland talked to me, <clears throat> called me this morning and there is something in the works. Um, but to please, if you're not following, follow him at Backline Fab and Backline Smokers. Uh, Moberg, follow Moberg Smokers. And Syntax Smokers for an upcoming announcement um, that they're working on. And um, we had talked this morning and I'm going to possibly try to get all three of those uh, builders uh, on for next Monday to talk about what they have going on so stay tuned like I said follow, give those guys a follow on Facebook and Instagram and, and I'll even keep everybody up to date on the, uh, on the Pit Life pages on uh, what's going on with that but please guys keep John Brotherton and his family in your thoughts and prayers um, it, it, it's a tough battle right now that's all I can say personally about it but the uh, the barbecue family and the power of the prayers from the barbecue family can do wonders 
So thank you guys all for watching. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you again, James. And until next week, folks, keep the smoke rolling.